Welcome to the family with co-host Catherine Brandt, Techmaster Forever, Ralph Toyvashman, MD, Andy Brandt Bernard, and Cassie Schrader. We will be right back. This is Tom Bernard, right back with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Where's the manager? Walzer Automotive presents Car Selling Secrets. Join me, Tom Bernard, and Doug Sprinthal as we talk cars, how to buy them, how to lease them, how to make the most of your money, and much more. What's it going to take to earn your business right now? Tune in every Thursday from 2 to 3 Central or download it on the Tom Bernard Podcast page. I don't know. I think I'm going to have to think about it. You know, I talked to Ronald Cool Bell, head of Cool in the Gang, mm-hmm. and he said, in Kristen's honor, they're going to change the name of the song to Booze Hound. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't they? What? Ladies and gentlemen, Kristen Burt, what's the buzz? What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. Tell me what's happening. What what's Who knows? Up? Come on. Someone must know. What the buzz is? I know nothing. I don't either. The buzz is that people people, uh, everywhere in the world, not just people of faith or not just Catholics or whatever, are are mourning the loss of the interior and the, well, the whole midsection of Notre Dame was very, very sad to watch. I've never been there. Catherine's been there 85 times, but I was working. So, you know. You know, I moved to France for five years while the kids were young and Tom had to do everything. (laughs) I had to do everything. It was unbelievable. Yeah, it's all true, How? no question. But no, Alex has been to... there. She did. How have you never been there? Who, me? Yeah. Well, I don't get more than a have week off at a time, and I'm, I've never been no. to Paris in my life. I've asked him to go like oh, five you times. You guys need to go. It's so romantic. I've been there. It is. It's a very romantic Isn't place. It rom- I don't want to hear about you romancing in Paris when I'm not there. What the hell is that all about? Who said I was romancing? You said it's very romantic. It is. It's a beautiful city. It well, is. it's having its troubles, though. It sure is. Okay, great. Now yeah. we got Jude flipping. Jude, oh, get him. sorry. Judith. Get him. Why is he barking? Because there's somebody at the door. Oh, there's somebody at the door. Because uh, you didn't go to Notre Dame. Of course there is. Yep. He's mad at you. Yeah, that's right. Well, again, I only get five days at a time off, so unless we left right after the podcast on a Friday and came home at the very last moment on a Sunday, it wouldn't be worth going all that way. No. You know? You could do it. I I went to Denmark for a week. You can do it. Yikes. 
God, from she L.A. you went to Denmark? I totally do it. Oh, man. I did. I don't even like going to Florida to go for, for less than a month. <laughs> oh, I know. So. Well, they're just not, they don't like to travel that much, so. No, not really. Oh, some people do, yeah. some people yeah. don't. Yeah. It's all true. What are you going to do? Yeah, yeah, in like my it. experience, women love travel, men not so much, which is interesting because yeah, you'd think evolutionarily it would be the opposite. But really? Ralph likes to travel. It's just, it's just like don't dancing. You, Ralph? Just like dancing. Men don't like to dance. <laughs> That's true. That's <laughs> true. My husband loves to dance, and he loves to travel. Hmm. Uh oh. See? Uh, I'd, be, I'd, be very, I'd be very skeptical right there. I think we I'm have problems. Because he's, not, he's not a Midwest white guy. Him. Well, yeah, I suppose my... No, he's of... not. He is a Latino <laughs> from San Francisco. There you go. Uh, European men dance. <laughs> they move. That's right. Usually. They, they move dance. more than well, dance. Think of South most dances. They originated men. in uh, either Latin America or Europe. So you know, all the most famous Russia. dances. Australia. Not the square dance. No, we got the square <laughs> dance. Uh, we got the Charleston dancers. Uh, ballroom dancers. Ballroom dancers are primarily from Russia and yes. Australia right. and Utah. <laughs> Utah. 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 Yep. Huh. There's a huge ballroom community in Utah. The Mormons uh, love yeah, a yeah. good ballroom dance. Yeah, I did not know oh, that. Oh, because they can switch partners all the time. <laughs> that, was, that was mean spirited. <laughs> that was dancing. mean spirited. Unbelievable. Or they have multiple, multiple wives to dance with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. They do indeed. Um, I've decided to change this every week, so this week I'll go with, I didn't know Frank danced. <laughs> I decided what? to change his name every week just to annoy Kristen. Oh. I think it'll be oh, great. Oh, her husband? Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. What did I as say long last week? Like one syllable, uh, you called him Joe. Yeah. His name is Bill. So, like, Bill, Bill, Bill Frank, Bill. that all works. One syllable. Tom. No Tom, though. Tom. My husband, Tom. You didn't Tom. get Tom. Nope. Your husband, Tom. Nope. So we went to see Shazam, and both of us loved it. We thought it was really good. It's kind of a different type of superhero yeah. movie. It's not That's Marvel. It. It's not the Avengers. Yeah, exactly. It's like Ant-Man, almost. Kind of like irreverent, yet still superhero-y. Yep. But not Deadpool. And I think that's what makes it work. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what yeah, I think people are sick of. The problem with superheroes is what kept happening was we'd get the most powerful superhero yet. It's like, you know, this guy can do even more than the previous guy. And, yeah. But the problem right. with that is it's a movie universe, so technically there's no limit and it doesn't mean anything. It's like, you know, okay, so. Well, my guy can blow up a planet. Well, mine can blow up two planets. It's, it's dumb. Right. <laughs> it gets to that twelve-year-old comic yeah, book exactly. argument. Yeah, exactly. Why, why doesn't he no, do oh, this? My guy had an invincibility potion, and no, <laughs> it's okay, not you interesting. Think you think there'll ever be a superhero strong enough to force me to watch or listen to NPR? <laughs> that would take some strength and power right there. That would take that's a lot called, of power. That's called common. peer pressure. That's mm. called peer pressure, honey. I don't pressure, listen to honey. NPR either. It is. How yeah. could you? It's, it's so boring. It is. People love it. it. I, Everyone oh, what I do it. I'm like the only one. Oh, yeah. Well, every time we go someplace and we meet some people we don't know, people are like, so what do you do? And Tom's like, oh, I, do a, I have a morning radio show on 92KQRS. I have a podcast. They're like, oh, I don't listen to commercial radio. I oh only God. listen to NPR. Yeah. It's like, hi, you know what you can do? You know what you can do? Well, I mean, it, yeah, it would be great if my radio station was paid for by the government, but it's not, and I can't help that. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. I, I did get a few complaints when I said, you know, somebody brought up that uh, that National Radio Hall of Fame thing, and I said, yeah, there's only three people. There's the, the very first Stanley Hubbard, who's no longer with us, Garrison Keeler, and me, but I am the first that ever had to get ratings to get there. So thank you very yeah. much, Grace. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have a... It's true. I love pissing people Don't get off. the Bobby Bones fans after you. Mm. The Bobby Bones fans will jump on you. You know that. Why? He... Well, he's he's not NPR, is he? No, he's in the Radio Hall of Fame, though. 
he gets yeah, good ratings. Same year on yeah, iHeartRadio. Tom got the same. The same. Yep. Tom yeah. was there the same day. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he got inducted. Yeah, and the he same was called Bobby Jones, I think, right? They introduced him as he Bobby did, Jones no. instead of Bobby Bones. Did Although mm-hmm. uh, Bobby Bobby Bones and I yeah, sat there. Yeah, very well documented. Oh, oh, really? Well, yeah. Uh, Bobby Bobby Bones and I sat there and listened to John Landecker talk for about three hours. So <laughs> yeah. it's like, Jesus, would you shut up? You were a nighttime disc jockey, ish. Go away. Ish. But I love it. You gave him an ish. <laughs> I gave him an ish. What do you, what do you think of that? I gave him an ish. Now he just went on and on. He was extremely rude, first of all, and then uh, I don't know what. The, I used to love listening to him as a kid, though. I used to love listening to John Landecker. John Records Landecker was his name, and don't then it, his new name is. People, you, don't you hate it when people you look up to disappoint you? Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. Because I mean, that whole WLS crew I met, you know, Larry Lujak couldn't have been a nicer guy. Fred Winston and I are friends, and. Uh, a lot of the different guys, Bob Surratt, and a lot of a lot of people. Uh, I never met Dick Biondi though, and, and and Ray Eric, who works at KQ, met and talked to Dick Biondi, a legendary radio person. But uh, no, I, like I said, Landick is just he's very very self involved. That's his problem. He likes John a lot, so that's good. That's a good thing. So basically, we just uh, are are. You know, I was talking to, talking to a friend of mine, John, last night about TV shows, and we were talking about uh, the Catherine. I loved the, the Kaminsky method, thought it was really, really good, especially when Michael Douglas kept complaining about having to pee but couldn't, but everybody else in the men's room was peeing up a storm, and he couldn't get anything to come out. <laughs> it, was pretty, it was pretty funny. I thought, I thought that was very, very funny. Uh, and he, he told me, and I didn't know this because last year was horrendous, he said the new season of Brockmire is really good because the second season was terrible. Oh, unwatchable. Horrid. But does it that really make you want to go back? You know? Yeah, see, that's no, the whole problem. No, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, season two was so awful. I can't even imagine that they were filming it and didn't say, you know what? This sucks. Stop. <laughs> Let's start over good. again. This is horrible. Yeah, Did it just true. get political or what? No, it just it's got... It filthy. It was just... Yeah, it was just oh, filthy, and there was no, there was nothing to it anymore. It, yeah, it was just all was... about, yeah, it was all about. She took it up the keister, and then he took it up the yeah. keister, and then they put on the strap on. It's like, oh God, yeah, whatever. It was just like God, really? Yeah, what? Well, you know, oh. just okay. Yeah, it was not good. But but John says season three is really good. So I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Hmm. We're trying to find a new series to watch. It's kind of like either Longmire or the Kaminsky Method or something like that. We're trying to find one of those. I have one that you can watch. You, you have, do? Yeah, you have Hulu, right? We do. Okay. Um, you, are you aware of, it's a true crime, it's a real case that happened um, with Dee Dee Blanchard and Gypsy Rose Blanchard? Do you know no. about that case? It's the the no. worst case of Munchausen by proxy and fraud that I've ever oh. seen. And they created a series on Netflix called The Act, and um, Patricia Arquette plays Dee Dee Blanchard, the mother. Ooh, I love her. Yes, love her. it is phenomenal, and it plays this story to a T. I followed this case um, since I found out about it. They, um, HBO did a documentary called Mommy Dead and Dearest, and mm-hmm. this I, I, I don't know how this woman, Dee Dee, got away with what she got away with dealing with her daughter's health, um, faking mm. MS, faking can- cancer oh. and leukemia. Um, uh. Habitat for Humanity built them a house because they lost their home in uh. Katrina. Um, oh, people yeah. were donating thousands and thousands of dollars. She got uh, Make-A-Wish trips to Disney World. Um, and, and, oh. and what happened was is that she met up with a guy online, and he ended up murdering her mom so she could get away. Oh. So, okay, well. yeah, the the show, The Act, it's not one of those where you can binge watch it. They only put mm-hmm. out new episodes every Wednesday, but I think there's like five episodes that you can watch. So I highly recommend that. I'm um, I'm uh, I'm waiting tomorrow for the next uh, episode to come out. It's oh, called okay. The Act. The mm-hmm. Act with the Patricia act. Arquette. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So did, did you hear she got engaged in real life? Yep. Yeah, she From just prison. got engaged. Yep. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, Gypsy Rose. She um, 
uh, I think she gets out in probably, I want to say, maybe six more years, roughly. She got 10 years eligible for, for parole in five. Oh, okay. Okay. There yeah. you go. Her name is Gypsy Rose. Yes. And yes, she... She her mom made her her mom made her believe that she was sick. Like she she was put in a wheelchair saying she couldn't walk as if she walked she could get sicker. So Gypsy sat in a wheelchair when she didn't even have to. So she <laughs> So Dee Dee had the Munchausen by proxy. Yes. And then the yeah. daughter killed her. Well, the daughter's boyfriend that she had an really rela- online relationship with. Well, she was convicted of second degree murder. So yeah, because they plotted it was premeditated. Okay, so yeah. basically everyone in the family's messed up. Yeah. Well, yeah. except for Dee Dee because she's mm-hmm. dead. Yeah. I just think of some, Chris, Kristen, what do you think? That but when she was here, I look at, I I, look, I looked on my account and and if I saw. Hey, uh, we should start schmoozing. I'd schmooze with this person back and forth. And, and then after about five, six minutes, they go, Hey, why don't you kill my mother? Yeah, no what? kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you want me to kill your mother? Okay, well, let me, I'll, I'll be right over. We'll get it done. Um, and but it's in the next common, segment, though. Don't you think it's common? I do think it's common. People, people kill each other at the drop of a hat now. Killing each other is common, or Munchausen by proxy is common? Uh, Killing each other. I always feel like there's always, like, a daughter whose parents don't want her to date this guy, and then the daughter and the boyfriend plot to kill the parents. It does. I feel like I read it in People Magazine every other week these days. Really? What happened last week? Last week? We had a murder-suicide here. Oh, yeah. A prominent uh, businessman. Uh, oh, that's right. His wife was his uh, wife was not well. Yeah. And, oh, the Vikings. And, what's that? He used to own the Vikings, right? But he was a part owner. Yeah. In the Vikings, part and owner, yeah, yeah. yeah. a lot he of things. Shot his wife. Shot himself, and that uh, was that. But I suspect that that was a mercy killing, though. Yeah. Seems Which like is, it. Yeah. It I mean, like it. it's it's different than just mommy doesn't want me to date this guy, so let's kill her. I just uh, remembered, yeah. as a matter of fact, the very first time that we had Erwin Jacobs on the KQ Morning Show, something had happened the day before. What was that, Catherine? Because I was doing the show from home, and Erwin Jacobs was the first guest after something happened. I don't know. The day I'm... Alex was born. How would I? <laughs> what? How do you not know? I was doing the show from the house in Dayton. How would I know about Erwin Jacobs? I just had a baby. Well, thanks for listening to the show. I just had a baby. Thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for the support. Give me one minute. Give me one minute, please. If I've said this once. To turn it back into you. If I've said this once, I've said it a thousand times. Tom, you're a saint. You're an absolute saint. Yes. Pointing up with this. Oh, I live with women giving birth. We'll be right back with the family. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this Super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Spring is here, and there's no better time to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they want to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK Spring Savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today. Or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. 
Remember to tell them I sent you and save 500 bucks on your LASIK. Offer expires June 21st, 2019. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offers. Hey, man. What do you think, man? <laughs> we are back. Kristen Burt is with us. The lovely and talented Kristen Burt, entertainment reporter in Los Angeles. Yeah, anybody ever call you that before? Which? Kristen Burt, entertainment reporter? No, <laughs> lovely and talented. Oh, lovely and talented, yes. I think that phrase gets used a lot just as a generic term. Yeah. The lovely and talented, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that is pretty funny because it's true, by the way. Everybody's lovely and talented, apparently. <laughs> just how things yeah. go. I'm like, it's I don't generic. know. It's, it's pretty amazing. The uh, You know, you're talking about using Newser and, as a, a news delivery service, and I'm just kind of looking at uh, Newser. It's a sad story about... Uh, yeah, the woman who played uh, Georgette on Mary Tyler Moore died. She was only seventy. Hmm. How could she only they be seventy? She, she was a star of. in that show. I'm like fifty-six. Well, she's a uh, she's one of those Christian religions scientist. where you don't get treat. Yeah, so she oh. didn't get medical treatment for oh, whatever it was apparently. Oh, and, Christian um, Science, I think. Christian yeah, science. and she, one of them, yeah. yeah, she was only in her twenties on the Mary Tyler Moore show. She was very young. Yeah, she was very young. Really she young. looked the same age all the way through, honestly. Yeah, she, she was did. one of those she that really had like did. kind of an older face. So when you were mm-hmm. twenty, you thought she was forty, and then she eventually caught up. Yeah. God, we ran some audio over this morning on the KQ Morning Show. She was very, very funny because when she she went, it wasn't really back then talking like talking gangster, but she was trying to trying to talk like a tough woman, and it was hilarious when she did it. She was like. Don't make me come over there and smack. You know, I can't even be close, get close to doing the voice. But that little <laughs> tiny voice she had threatening people was really funny. It's like, oh, okay, you're really scary. Um, Kristen, there's a movie that I was thinking of watching, and I showed Catherine the star of it, and I said, "Do you know who that is? That woman is?" And she goes, "No, I have no, no idea clue. who that woman is. No clue." It's uh, Nicole Kidman. She's in a movie called Destroyer. Do you know anything about that? No, I don't. Is it coming out or it's already come out? It's already on Vudu, so I don't know if it's going to come out to theater. A lot of things on Vudu oh. are also in the theaters, mm-hmm. but it looks like she's not too happy with the way life is going, and she takes it out on a few people. So it, it looks. There are a lot of movies like that. There's Peppermint. Oh, it came now. out last. There's... Year that one came out last year oh, actually, Destroyer. Oh okay. Yep. I never yep. even heard of it. No, I was like, it came and went. It looks like she. Oh look, uh-huh. she was nominated for a Globe for Best Actress for it. Um, oh. Yeah, yeah. But I wonder, it I wonder looks like reviews good. on it are pretty weak. Hmm. Oh, really? are they? Uh, Rotten Tomatoes yeah. liked it, so I don't know what that means, but. Whatever. IMDb it all works and it's got three stars, so yeah. Oh wow, it is wonderful. What? Three stars is not great. It's out of ten. No. No, it's out of five. Oh, <laughs> on IMDb. <clears throat> on IMDb, it's three out of five. Yeah. Um, also, uh, some news from Newser that is rather interesting. Did you hear the latest from your buddy AOC? What she did now? Uh oh. You'd think she would. You'd think she would do her homework before she opens her yapper. Like when she said they changed the law so FDR couldn't run for president again. Actually, that law was changed two years after he died. (laughs) Her latest one is, though, she was asked if she would support Joe Biden, and she said, no, no, it doesn't. It doesn't stimulate me at all. I mean, that's the we all want to get back to the good old days of the Obama presidency, and he was vice president. But I think that day has come and gone. I want to look forward. And the guy says, well, who would you support then? And she said, Bernie Sanders. Oh, my God. Bernie Sanders is no. older than Joe Biden. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I got I to gotta make sure about that. No. But I do think that Bernie Sanders is older than Joe Biden. I think Bernie Sanders is older than anyone. <laughs> Thank you, Andrew. But Andrew, that's none of your business how old I am oh, and whether only... I'm over or not. <laughs> he's only 77? Wow. Oh, Bernie? Yeah. 
How old is Biden? Yeah, Biden. Biden's 76. They're pretty close. Well, to there me. you go. Pretty close, yeah. But if you're going to talk about someone being over because they're old and then pick a guy a year yeah. older, it's not a good idea. It's yeah. not a good plan. It's just yeah, odd. Yeah, pick Pete or something. Otherwise, <laughs> don't go and pick Bernie. Yep. And, it, and it's Buttigieg. What? Buttigieg is how you say his name. It's not. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I was told it was Buttigieg, and then it was Buttigieg, and then, but it's Buttigieg. Buttigieg. Yeah, he is. He's 37 years old. He's running for president. So I thought maybe she might go with him, but she went with Bernie Sanders. And uh, I don't know. I like. I don't have any favorites. I don't like any of them, to tell you the truth, Democrat or Republican. And then we got some loser Republicans going to run for president, and the guy's... I think he's a former governor of Massachusetts or something, and he just has no idea what the hell he's talking. These politicians are driving me nuts. They really are. With that said, Senator uh, Coran wants to come on the podcast and talk about uh, mental illness and taking care of mentally ill patients. So we should probably get him on when you're on, huh, Doc? Yeah, love to have him on. Well, yeah, just no. I I just meant you as an example of being mentally ill. Oh, oh, so, no, yeah. no, 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 thank you, oh, thank you very perfect. much. Shot across the bow. Shot, that's Shot right. Across the bow. That's right, <laughs> Catherine. Catherine, I can't believe you. You're a saint. You're a saint. Finally, you're finally, oh. finally, <laughs> finally, redemption stands up for me. Redemption. I'm so glad I'm seeing us you guys today. What are you talking <laughs> yeah. about, you booze hound? Shutting <laughs> out. Yeah. Why? Why? Are you? Why are you striking out like that, Tom? Why are you yes, striking out? <laughs> he, he was lashing out yesterday too. That's right. He's not lashing. Oh my out. God! Yesterday, so I'm on the so I'm on the phone with Alex and uh, Fawn, and Fawn, you know, she has to show me all this stuff, and she always wants to FaceTime me. So I'm I'm getting ready to walk the dog. I'm fishing out, you know, all the stuff, all the paraphernalia to walk the dog, and I'm on the phone, and Tom's in the podcast studio going, Catherine. Come here, Catherine. And I said, I'm on the phone. I'll be right with you. And I hear him say, I'm always the last in line. <laughs> like a little child. <laughs> I'm like, okay, what's happening? Why the infantile lashing out? What do you think of that action? <laughs> now, I'm, I'm always the last in line. No. Oh, poor baby. <laughs> poor baby Catherine. Oh, you know oh, what else me? happened? Yeah, that's you. God. That was, yeah. So I don't know what's going on. Why are we feeling sorry for ourselves, Tom? I'm not feeling sorry. What are you talking about? <laughs> Good God. Come on. I have, I have the greatest life on earth. Why I'm married to you, so. Oh, come on. You know what I'm saying. I want to run, you know, you were talking about Newser. Uh, Newser, for people who don't know, is a news delivery service, and they cover a lot of stories. But I often wonder about the political leanings of Newser, and I'll give you an example why. You ready? Yep. The least green states of the 50 states in the United States, the least green states, okay, Mm. would be Texas, Oklahoma, Mississippi, Arkansas, Alabama, North Dakota, Wyoming, Kentucky, West Virginia, and Louisiana. Okay. So any place that produces oil? What do all those states have in common? Oil. They're in the south. Oil or coal. Oil or coal. They're yeah. also heavily Republican. Ah. Okay. Let's not forget dun, that. Dun, so those dun. are the tips. Texas, Oklahoma, Mississippi, Arkansas, Alabama, North Dakota, Wyoming, Kentucky, West Virginia, and Louisiana. Those are the ten least green states. Now here's where the lie comes in. The 10 most green states, these are the greenest states in the Union, New Hampshire, South Dakota, Rhode Island, California, Massachusetts, Minnesota, Connecticut, Oregon, New York, and Vermont. What do they all have in common? Mm. They're heavily Democratic states. <laughs> except <laughs> for New Hampshire. New Hampshire yeah, for, oh, is New ha- that's Republican. True. Is it? That's true, it is. Vermont, mm. Vermont takes care that's of business true, on yeah. the other side. Uh, but yeah. I think New Hampshire, didn't New Hampshire vote for Hillary? I thought they did. Maybe Mm-mm. I'll think of Vermont. Vermont. I thought they went. To, I thought they went for Trump. Did they? Yeah, I don't even remember. South so. Dakota's not all that liberal either. South Dakota's pretty pretty conservative, but not over over the top. But how can you pick California as one of the greenest states in the United States? Yeah, Come I don't on. think so. Well, there's all that probably because poop all of over our. The place. Um, <laughs> Our, we have our fuel regulations and smog regulations. 
so yeah, how's that work? They are, and then usually the New England states and New York and New Jersey follow with our EPA regulations. I do know that, so that's probably factored into some of it. And, and to California's so, credit, when I first went to California, when I was uh, in uh, when I was in uh, Arizona State University in 1960 and 1970, I drove there four or five times uh, through up the 134 up to Canoga Park and through the San Fernando Valley. I never saw the mountains. I never saw the mountains for four or five trips until one day the Santa Ana's come in and go, there's mountains all around here. Mm-hmm. I had never seen them because, of, <laughs> <laughs> because the smog was so bad. Since then, since then, you know, their, their control, you know, when we had our house there for a while, I never mm-hmm. saw, I always saw the mountains. And there were many days that really looked crystal clear, crystal well, clear. Good. So it really, things have improved. But then again, they pushed all the industry out of the valley. There's a lot of things that went on as well right, with right. that. So That's true. That is true. There's no getting around that. But uh, I just, I, I thought, well, it's a little political is all I'm saying. It's kind of, look, uh, Catherine did point out that one of the reasons that California is so green is all that human poop on the sidewalks in San Francisco. <laughs> good fertilizer. It's really good fertilizer. Uh, so it's natural. Mm-hmm. So that's good. I still love the fact a guy makes $165,000 a year picking up human poop on the sidewalks in San Francisco. That's so so unbelievable. That's the grossest job in the world. Yeah. Not really. 65 grand. You just use a poop you pick up dog it. dirt all the time. Ugh. Yeah. But human excrement yeah. is disgusting. Yeah. How about if they have the runs? You like it then? Oh, my <laughs> God. What's yeah. the asking? So grossed out. Hey, guys. All it's, right. Thank you. Well, I'm sorry. I, I stepped out of line there. Yeah. I want uh, you know, I want to make amends if I possibly can, you, you know. Do. <laughs> uh, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on this, but this uh, Notre Dame thing we done Notre Dame, excuse me. Notre Dame. Uh Cathedral. at the beginning of the the show today, it just uh they're they're they've raised so far I believe 500 million dollars. Wow. And uh Macron said they will get whatever they need. We are going to rebuild this uh cathedral together. So that's good. It'll be. And it was suggested uh, by one of the anchors on Fox News that they put a steel and glass ceiling on it now, oh. so it would help light it up. And mm-hmm. I, I think that's probably not a bad idea. All of that wood. Let's not put all that wood back in there. Probably not a good plan. Well, or yeah. just treat it first. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. I just, you know, I don't know if anybody else had the feeling when when I first went into Notre Dame. It was a very powerful feeling yeah. there it just i don't know mm-hmm. what what it is I, it, I just have no idea it just has this strange peaceful feeling that just makes you want to cry and i don't know if when they renovate it i don't know if it'll have the same feeling i know it's going to look the same inside the church right right but i just you know i don't know when they renovate i, I know a lot of historical buildings i know windsor castle lost their medieval roof right, and, right. and lots of lots of really significant buildings have lost things like that but um i just don't know if you can ever replicate it i mean yeah. I, there are giant holes in the ceiling in the oh there were yeah uh, there are in in notre dame there were there were embers coming through the ceiling into the main uh church the, oh. the main church was right under that roof right right so it yeah it, i mean it's a gigantic roof and i mean it's going to take them a long time just to sort through what, you know, was damaged and mm-hmm. how to how to even do it. I mean, it's going to be a monumental. And the stained task. glass, that's some of the stained glass was obviously lost too. And I think, how do you replicate that? That is hundreds and hundreds of years of artwork oh, yeah. and right. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, after being in it, I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah, but that, yeah, it, it's an amazing place. Those crafts are around, and they, and they and they can replace that. Now, granted, it may not be the same glass, exactly the same color and whatnot. Oh, no. But there's a lot of skilled craftsmen in Europe that uh, yeah. still do all yeah. those things, all those things. Yeah. Uh, and actually, when you remodel a home there, you hire these specifically trained people who have done it for the past thirty years in uh, in rest- restoring old buildings and they work on three four five hundred year old buildings all the time commercially and uh, residentially so okay. yeah, well, i hope it. so I, I hope they can do it yeah because it's an awesome building apparently there were a couple other there have been uh, uh reports of arson uh, in another uh, uh, there of other churches so yes. you yes, know arson, there's yeah. a quite because yep. uh, there's a place called saint-soupice 
which is uh, uh, over uh, over by our, one of our favorite restaurants there. And it's in Paris, right? In Paris, yeah. Sansu Piece is in, in, yeah. in yep. Paris. It's on the left bank. Uh, it used to be near, near the La Cornue store, but that's not there anymore. But uh, but they were um, they, they had arson there. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, is there an issue here? Did someone uh, is this is this a religious or a terrorist or uh, well? It's also interesting like that? that they just put someone in prison on Friday for an attempted bombing of the uh, of Notre Dame. Yeah, of Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. So yeah, I think that was yeah. in 2016. Kind of a coincidence, if so. But it's, a, it's a very very that's da- what I thought. Very dangerous precedent to be attacking uh, religious centers. Mm. Um, yeah. But anytime. So whenever I hear that, that's not that. That's really inflammatory to a lot of people. So okay. we got to take a break. We will be right back with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Cool, baby. We are back with the family. I gotta wait for this part. Well. Is this appropriate, Cassie? Yeah. <laughs> Cassie. Well, you got to try and make something a little lighthearted, you know. Uh, it's a horrible you situation. Know, it's so you know that uh, you know Pete Lee, he's been on our show before, yeah, yeah, right? Absolutely. I follow him on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He's uh, his jokes are so far it looks like God didn't give up smoking for Lent. <laughs> oh, On the bright side, really? there will be plenty of ashes for Wednesday next year. <laughs> oh, God. Every Notre Dame vacation photo I see, I think, hmm, another suspect. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> He's having you. a lot of fun with this. No, he is. Pete's a great guy. I haven't seen Pete in a while. Really good guy. I know he's a, he's a great guy. I, you know, I just want to say just one thing. I just all the, all the conspiracy theories and all the whatever happened happened, and I hope that they'll investigate it and they'll figure it out. I, I think. But last night I was I couldn't sleep. This I don't know why this bugged me so much. This fire, but um, I couldn't sleep, so I started looking up. You know, France and Notre Dame, and then all sorts of crap was going on around Twitter about how some people were celebrating and just so happy, and mm-hmm. it just made me more and more agitated. So I started just looking up stuff, and apparently, I don't know what's going on in France, but there's all these militant feminist groups that are also anti the Catholic Church. Yeah, they're they're against the patriarchy, and they've been vandalizing. Yeah, France Churches is in a really bad place right now. They they're won't... being blamed for taking the holy um, hosts out of the – they keep them in the tabernacle or something, some sort of special fridge. And um, they take them out. <laughs> they were throwing them around outside on the oh ground God, and stomping whatever. on them. I, I just – the lack of respect. I mean, I understand you're upset about whatever, but this this tearing things down – 
to make yourself look better doesn't yeah, work. It makes you look crazy. <clears throat> you well, are, are correct. Crazy. I know. So just it, we have to come together. And I, I, I mean, I love the fact that people are singing and uh, the streets and feeling this oh, pain about losing this. Yes. Yes. Very yeah, was, touching. And very I, touching. I hope that we can act like that instead of a bunch of vicious animals. Indeed, I understand. Joe from Louisville just reminded me, uh, and I'll say it again. Uh, since yesterday, Quasimodo is now known as the Hunchback of Holiday Inn Express. Oh. <laughs> he, had, he had to move over to temporary digs till they fix up. They probably Notre moved him Dame over again. to the Louvre. <laughs> the Hunchback of Holiday Inn Express is pretty funny. <laughs> um, did you hear about this kid? Who uh, was on a zip line in Thailand? No. Well, one of the cord Mm-mm. snaps and he fell. Okay, cord snapped <gasps> and he fell. Oh, no. God. You know how far he fell? No. 300 feet. Wow. Is he okay? No. no he's dead or no. No, you don't survive. Is that. he okay? Well, <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. I was hoping maybe he fell in a nice, soft oh, in my God. area. I can see why he did it because the view from that zip line oh. is just stunning. It's beautiful. How does that even happen? Well, here you go. A zip line cable snapped on a course in northern Thailand on Saturday, sending a Canadian tourist to his death. The 25 year old, who was vacationing with his girlfriend and friends, fell more than 300 no. feet. Oh, my God. Uh, the attraction Flight of the Gibbon has been shut down for a police investigation. It was also shut for a time in 2016 after three Israeli tourists survived a collision and a fall. The three-mile-long course is one of the longest in Asia with 33 platforms, and the cable reportedly broke soon after the man began the course. Mm. Flight of the Gibbon is advertised uh, as providing a chance to encounter wild gibbons in their natural habitat by ziplining through the ancient Thai rainforest. The attraction claims to have the highest international safety standards. Well, not for that yeah, kid. Yeah, no, I doubt mm. that. Nope. 300 feet to your death. Oh, God, can you even imagine? That's terrible. No. You probably, How is the little you kid probably, from all of America, the one that was thrown? Um, he's still fighting. He's still fighting, and it's Aww. just. Uh, did, you did hear about the about the perpetrator? He he went to the Mall of America looking for someone to kill regularly. Mm. Regularly, yes. He was there regularly. Yeah, but he was looking for someone to kill, and he chose a five-year-old baby and. Uh, the boy has uh, several broken bones and severe head trauma, but I don't, I don't know. They're, he's fighting. I, I know that. He's fighting and fighting and fighting. So, uh, you know, that's, it's just sad. It's truly sad, but hopefully everything will be fine. I will tell you this. People have stepped up like there's no tomorrow, offering money or whatever they can do to help. It's, it's pretty terrific. But, you know, yeah, the GoFundMe campaign and, had over half a million. Yeah. Yep, exactly. And this all started, you know, back when when Ronald Reagan shut down all the the uh, the mental uh, well, they called them mental hospitals back in the day, but I don't know what they what what do they call them now, Ralph? Like when you take a vacation, where do they put you? Mental institution. Yeah, it is a mental institution. Yeah, it's a mental okay. me- mental institution. Well, yeah. We have got to do something about the mentally ill in America. Yes. They cannot, for their own sake, mm-hmm. just wander the streets. It's not a good idea. No, and it, it, it's like this: all this compassion, supposedly, for drug addicts that are dying on the streets. Right. You know, because they're homeless. It, that's not compassion to me. No, I understand. I, I, it bothers me to see these people living like this and dying on the streets. And yeah, yeah and for mentally yeah. ill people to be unsupported and you know what a lot of mentally ill people i'm sorry they don't function very well no, they don't no. and i mean you don't let a three-year-old run their life and if you know their mental capacity is that of a child or you know they just cannot function you don't just let people run around and do whatever they want you know, it's it, not compassionate i think right I, I think you really touched on something there is that you know my my cousin billy uh who has down syndrome has plenty of support because we recognize that his uh, intellectual capacity might be slowed compared to other people. He can learn. He does a lot of sure. things. He has three jobs. I mean, he really is a productive right. person. Sure. But it takes time for him. And maybe we should look at people who have 
that severe a mental issue that way and say, hey, hey, let's get you some help or let's get you in a controlled environment and maybe just just take care of them and, and you know don't 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 put them in a hole someplace with a thousand other people yeah. to duke it out. Right. But really give them no. a, give them a safe reasonable place to be and maybe that's where they're going to have to kind of stay unless they're out with some a group so they can get out a little i mean there's a lot of ways to do it but i think we have to do that too to be compassionate to these people because it's just not not good right now yeah you're absolutely right mm-hmm. all right i put it off as long as i could and i know cassie's going to pee your pants during this but that's just how it is <laughs> tell me about game of thrones the final season <laughs> How rapey was it? Yeah, was it really rapey? Was it really rapey? They like to rape people in that show, don't they? Yes. So what's that? So, Cassie, I know you watched it. Don't no. pretend you don't know no. what I'm talking about. I have not you watched didn't? one episode of Game of Thrones in my life. Well, there you go. What the hell Me kind of person are you? N- nor have you I. Have a normal one? Yeah, I don't think anyone here has. Uh, I actually <laughs> nope. watched like genre. I watched like four episodes, and it was just... Yeah, it was too rapey for me. I just, <laughs> rapey. Was like, that's well, it. Well, well, it is rapey. Well, so there you go. So there, 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 it's something very interesting. Why is it so popular that something that does have that uh, clear violence against women, violence against women, mm-hmm. and violent, violence against other people, I guess the books aren't quite as bad as uh, this TV show. TV show is more graphic. But why is there such a pop? Why is there such a need for that sort of thing? It, I mm-hmm. find it very troubling because it's, when when you said when uh, Catherine when you said that it was too rapey, I said I'm not watching it. I, I, yeah, no. Well, I'm it is interesting it. how it's almost all sex and violence, which is exactly what people claim to be against, and yet it's one of the most popular shows on right now. Well, like I said, mm. everybody's got a different profile on you know on their Twitter and their Facebook. I'm just so wonderful. Yeah. And then they're throwing garbage in the streets and doing whatever they want. Yeah, so that's true, unfortunately. Yeah. That's people for you. Yeah, I suppose that is true. I don't know. So so nobody watched it. That that amazes Mm-mm. me. I thought you guys would watch well, it. Never. I watched World of Dance. Well, <laughs> you watch what? World of Dance. <laughs> World of Dance. <laughs> what the hell lame are you? <laughs> I had to cover it. <laughs> I had a show right oh. after it. <laughs> oh, well, never mind then. I guess you're only half lame then. She does all kinds of things. <laughs> so that amazing. I am absolutely shocked that nobody watched it. Did, could you, did you see the numbers, Kristen? They were huge. Yeah. These were huge numbers for HBO. I'm 38.2 million people. Wow. Only in America. Even Mike or, Rasmussen used to or like worldwide. That show. That's only in a. That's only in America. Wow. Wow. Lots of people. Huh. Uh, that's, yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, that's like almost twice as much as an NFL game gets on, you know, Sunday or Monday night. So, I if, mean, it's a lot. Why, of why is it ending if people still love it? I don't know. I think he's going to on Weight Watchers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. no. I'm, just I'm just kidding. He, he seems like a really odd cat to me. He's I don't know. He's a gross guy. He is really gross, and I, I don't really understand what that's all about. I don't get it. I, don't, I just, uh, you know, it's, it's whatever. It's what people like, and I'm happy for them and all the rest of it, but, um, you know, what can I say? Right? Yeah. Right. Oh, I, I, I still find it really yep. troubling that people just love to see that. They love to see that. So that, yeah. that's, that's, that's unnerving. That's unnerving. Yeah, I suppose you're right. I don't know. It's just the whole thing is whatever. I don't get the attraction. So, no. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, see, that, that amazes me. With the high numbers like that, I thought at least one person on this show would have watched it. But Well, it seems like there's been formulas in a lot of HBO and Hulu kinds of things where usually the first year is like super sexual. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of true. draws people in, and then the second year kind of sucks while they're trying to figure out what they're going to do with the show. Poor choice of words. And then, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. As I said it, I was like, no, it's I, not good. But I said sucks. it anyway. Uh, and then the third year, sometimes they develop a plot and a story and actually do something with the show. But a lot of times, I just can't make it to you know, I can't make it through two seasons. Mm. To see where they're going with something. Yeah, I, I understand that. But once you deliver, once you develop the characters, once you develop the sense of the story, 
you know, a sense of the place. You know, it just that it gets old. It gets boring. You know, you're not you're not seeing mm-hmm. anything new, and it's just this rehashing of the same thing over and over and over and over again. But some people like the right. similar familiarity, I guess. I yeah, I, I liked the um, who's the little person the oh god what's his name that's oh, on Peter, Game of, Peter Dinklage that's the only reason why I watched the yeah. four episodes is because I like him yeah he's good I, I agree with you I think he's good yeah we, he's always we, good uh, we had him on the show he was he was a terrific he's a very friendly guy really really friendly but uh, yeah that first season I watched a couple episodes and like Catherine said it got too rapey for me so. Um, I thought he was really good. Yeah. I, I really like, did. I always like him. But, you know, one He's thing about TV shows and me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. You're absolutely right. And the one thing for me that, that just doesn't work, when uh, in the first scene you're banging your sister, I got to go. You know what I mean? Uh, it's, uh, I don't need seeing that. I'm, I'm covered and everything is wonderful. <laughs> well, it's Everything's just, it's just, fine. It's shocking sexual content that people want to see because people are yeah, I guess you're right you know. budgies they're all budgies they're all they're exactly. all budgies well that's kind of really <laughs> nice yeah there's no question about that they're all just budgies all right so Kristen anything coming up in the next week or so that we should tune in and don't say world of um, dance either because I that's all we do is support world you. of dance yes all of you should tune in <laughs> world, to world of dance, dance. <laughs> world of dance I think for people that are looking for a good inspirational message over the holiday weekend, since it is Easter, uh, there's a great movie, mm-hmm. Breakthrough, that's uh, out with Chrissy Met. So if anyone wants to check that out. And it's a, it's it's a called, family film, it's called, so good message. It's called Breakthrough. what? Breakthrough. Breakthrough. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's about the kid in the ice. That's a true story, yeah. Yes. Ice. Yes, it is. Oh, that looks terrific. And Chrissy that looks Metz really sings good. the title song, and she's amazing, actually. So... Um, and this is a this is her first like big role, and it is faith based. So I will let people know that there is an underlying message of faith, obviously, but um, perfect for Easter. Mm. But let me ask you a question: Is it faith in one particular being, or just faith in that there's something bigger than us? I mean, there's prayer involved. So I mean, everyone prays to a different god, obviously, but right, you know, they're right. praying. They're they're Christians, so yeah. But but I mean, I think it's a, it's a good family movie got a great message it's inspirational it's got a miracle in it um that's why it makes it perfect mm-hmm. for the holiday and it is a true story so keep that in mind Kristen, as always mm-hmm. another phenomenal week this just comes and go your hour just comes and goes quickly and then we sit here and mourn for seven straight days yes that's exactly what happened seven days and eight try into <laughs> easter eggs this weekend all right have a great he's happy easter uh Give Glenn a hug for us. Are you shaving, Jude? I will give Glenn a hug. We're shaving. We're shaving off those dirty beards. Oh, God. Boy, look at the time. (laughs) You too. Thanks a lot. We'll be back with the family.